Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. This is Angela Payton from Grace Through Faith Worship Center, and we're going to be starting our first uh, blog talk session on intercessory prayer. Um, and this has uh, been uh, a new one that we're just starting off the new year, and we're going to just get started with with uh, with praying the, about the goodness of the Lord and all the things that He's done. Um, I'm going to start off with just welcoming you here and thanking you for coming um, to be a part of of our ministry and what God has called us to do. You know, it's amazing how uh, God really wants to have all Christians connect and be a part of what he's doing and really understand that God is God and that there is no shadow of turning with him. And so I um, I just want you to know that God loves you. He is concerned about you, and you need, you, you need to understand that he really does care and he's concerned about you and all the things that he wants for you is yes and amen. It's yes and amen. All the things that God has for you is yes and amen. It's yes and amen. And I think a lot of times we we don't recognize that that the Lord that the Lord really does have good things for us. He really does, and he wants us to understand that and, and recognize that he is a good God, and he's a good God all the time. Amen. So let's just open up in prayer, and um, I'm going to take this time to let me see if I can get this going here. I have a little short clip of... Uh, A little short clip that I wanted to share with you, and uh, just listen to that for a few minutes, and we'll be right back with the broadcast. And what God is saying that He wants you to understand that He's bigger. He's bigger than anything that you have going on in your life. He's the bigger God.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We know that the Lord is bigger than any situation, any circumstances we find ourselves in. Amen. And so I just wanted you to listen to that and hear that and begin to get your heart saturated um, and prepared for the word of the Lord. Um, I'm going to spend a little bit of time um, today. The Lord gave me, um, the Lord talked to me about the spirit of joy, the spirit of joy, that God wants us to have the spirit of joy in our lives. And another word that the Lord gave me was uh, to be able to endure, to be able to endure. And um, I'm going to read from uh, Hebrews, the 12th chapter, Hebrews, the 12th chapter and verse 1. It says, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. God wants us to be able to endure, and he wants us to be able to run our race of faith in him with our eyes fixed on Jesus. One of the things that the Lord was speaking to me was that in these last days as we uh, uh, are here on this earth is that our eyes must be fixed on on Jesus. It doesn't matter if you're having the greatest day in the world. It doesn't matter if you are uh, at the top of the, of the pinnacle of what you feel like in your life that you have accomplished, uh, or if you're in the valley um, of your life and things are not going as you intended them to be or have you chosen to, to, to be in. You know, we have peaks and valleys in this lifetime. The Lord said that he, he's not going to promise us that everything is going to move smoothly in this life. We will have trials and tribulations in this lifetime. But the Lord is giving us a clue here through Paul of how to handle uh, discouragement and how to handle uh, the ups and downs in life. And the Lord says that we can endure. We can endure and run this race. But we must have our eyes on Jesus. We can't have our eyes on anything other than Jesus. We can't spend more time looking at TV or listening to the radio, or we can't spend our time with just busy things. The, the things of life can cause us to find ourselves wondering where did we leave Jesus in the middle of our jobs and responsibilities and parenting and all kinds of things that may hit her hit us uh, daily that we have our eyes fixed on the Lord. There's coming a time when we're going to need to understand that Jesus is going to be the focal point of our joy. We won't get our joy in making more money. We won't get our joy in the next event. We won't get our joy for anything else but knowing that our eyes are fixed on the Lord. And so the Lord gave me this scripture. He says, when your eyes are fixed on him, then you can begin to see the joy that is set before you, the joy that he had to endure the cross, and he despised the shame. You know, sometimes you're in a situation in life, and we've all been through 
situations and circumstances that were not uh, in our best interest, and we have to despise the shame. We have to despise what other people may be thinking about us that may not be in our best interest, that may not be uh, what we're looking for. But God says that in his word we can despise even that shame. And how do we do that? We do that by fixing our eyes and our love and our gaze upon the Lord. And so the Lord gave me that scripture that I found so interesting because it says, for the joy set before me, because the Lord had given me um, just a word about not letting the enemy steal your joy, steal our joy, steal my joy uh, in this coming 2017. And so we're in Hebrews 12 and 1. So Jesus, um, I have a, a book called Decrees, and I'm just going to read it. Um, until the Lord tells me to stop, but it says, Jesus endured maltreatment, betrayal, abandonment, slander, humiliation, and cruelty during his life and ministry in the earth. The word endurance has several meanings, including persistence. God's calling us to be patient, to have to be one of commitment unto him and his, his agenda, and to be dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus focused on the outcome. His prize was his motivation to endure. And for the joy set before him, which is us, uh, he endured. You are the joy that was set before him. You are his prize. And in return, the Lord is saying, I want you to set your eyes upon me. I want you to focus on me. I want you to see the joy uh, in the life that I have given you. See, Jesus has given us eternal life. And we're here on this earth for a short, brief moment, and then we're going home to be with the Lord forever. And so we can endure. And I'm encouraging you this morning, you can do it. You can't do it in your own strength, but you can lean on the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will give you the joy. He will, give, he will let you see into the future and see your future. He will let you know that you're go, everything is going to be all right in the Lord. You know, one of the things I always said is good to have insurance. And we have insurance and assurance that the blood of Jesus is bigger than any situation, any circumstances that we find ourselves in. And that we always to have our eyes set on the one who loved us more, who loved us the most, who died for us. And so with that, we can be joyful. We can laugh at the enemy when he says that I put you in a snare and I put you in a trap. And uh, we can know that no weapon formed against us can prosper because of the blood and the work of Jesus Christ. And I just wanted to encourage you today that to fix your eyes on the Lord. And as we go into prayer, we're just going to repent for, for not having our eyes on Jesus and, um, and, and, and having a distraction and things that seem to overwhelm us and come in, in the place of our relationship with the Lord. He wants us to be closer. Um, I had shared this with the Bible studies uh, and on Wednesdays uh, that I go to at my job, and I said that God told me he wants us to be as close to him as a whisper. And I had declared that that's pretty close. If you whisper to someone, you've got to be pretty close to hear what they have to say. But the Lord was saying, I want my people, I want my friends to be as close as a whisper. 
so that if I whisper something in their ear, they can hear me. And I'm just saying that today for whoever's on the line or who's listening, that God wants you to be close to him as if if he were to whisper to you, he could, you could hear him. Uh, you can hear what he's saying to you, and you could be comforted by the words that he has to say for you, that he has to say to you. Amen. He's an awesome God, and he wants relationship with us, and he just doesn't want to give us things. He wants us to be uh, victorious in all that we say and that we do. And I'm going to read some of the decrees, and I, I believe in decrees. I believe that you should prophesy over your own life. I, should, I believe that you should prophesy over your day. Um, I don't always do it, but I know that God has really declared and decreed that we should do these things. And I'm going to read a few of these decrees. It says, Jesus Christ fills me with grace to endure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that you increase us and give us what we need to endure. Lord Jesus, I behold the joy that is set before me, which is your life and peace in Jesus Christ. I don't want the, the world and the problems to talk louder than your word in my heart and in my mind. And, Father, I just come to you and I repent right now for anything that I have let be a distraction in my life because you are bigger. You are bigger. I decree and declare that you are bigger than any situation, any circumstance, anything that I find myself in, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the dreams that you put in my heart, that I don't want those dreams to die. Lord, you have plans for me, and I decree and declare that they will be accomplished in my lifetime. And Father, I pray, I pray and plan to finish this race, Lord God successfully by your hands, O oh Lord, and by the strength of the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, I come to you. You've given me dreams, years of dreams. Some of you have dreams for businesses and all kinds of dreams of missionary work and things that God has planted in your heart. And I'm just telling you right now that, you, that God wants you to finish your race with joy. He wants you to finish the race with joy, knowing that, what he has called you to do, you can do it in his strength. Father, I repent. We repent today for putting our dreams on the shelf, for, for not understanding, Lord God, that we are to set our eyes on you and to fix our eyes on you, Jesus. And we come to you, Lord God, and we repent and say, Lord, we thank you for the joy that was set before you, Lord God, and, and that you give us the joy that's in our hearts once again, oh God, and let it bubble up in our spirit, man, oh, hallelujah. Lord God, that we want to be women and men of joy, O oh God, knowing, O oh God, assured of the blood of Jesus that's in our lives, hallelujah, that's in our lives, Lord God, that you will perfect uh, what's in our hearts, Lord God, concerning you and your strategies, Father. And we thank you, Lord God. We humble ourselves before you, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you will restore us, Lord God, that you will build us up and, and bring us to that place that you would have us, Lord God. For life is in your hands, Lord God, and we thank you for every day that you've given us on this earth, Lord God. We don't take it for granted, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father. We thank you for God. When we repent for any mumbling and grumbling and complaining, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that you love us, Lord God, that you've given us strength 
for the battle. You've given us strength, Lord God, to walk out this race, Lord God. And we thank you, even in advance, Lord God, of the things that you will unfold to us, Lord God, revelation upon revelation, Lord God, you will unfold to us, Lord God, as we step out in faith and believe beyond belief that you are true God and the words and the dreams that you planted in our hearts, Lord God, will come to fruition, Lord God, that we will finish strong, Lord God. We will finish our race. Amen. Lord, we just decree discouragement will flee. From me because God grants me endurance and encouragement. God will give you the endurance and He will give you the encouragement. I lay aside the weights that easily ensnare me and keep me from finishing strong. I am a strong finisher. Just say that to yourself. I am a strong finisher. Jesus is the author and the finisher of my faith. God takes personal investment into you. He has taken a personal interest in you finishing strong. For God loves us, and he sees us as, us, us as sons and daughters of the Most High. His, you are his daughter. You are his son. You are his bride. And he takes personal interest in you, and he wants you to be successful. Any parent will know that if they have a child, that they want the best for their child. They want their child to learn and to grow and to be all that it can be. And God says the same thing about you. You're my child, and I want the best for you, and I want you to succeed in life, and, and I want you to know that you can endure with joy. It says, I will run with endurance the race set before me. I will run. I will run with endurance. When you see someone running, you see them, and you see a picture of someone running, they are on a mission. They have a destiny to fulfill. They're not walking. They're not uh, just looking around. They are focused on that race. They are focused on the finish line. And I want you to see a picture of yourself running the race. Hallelujah, running the race that God has called you to. And maybe you can't see the next step, but you pray to the Lord, and he'll give you the next step. You pray and say, Lord, what is my next step? Sometimes the steps seem to be small, but within that step is the next instruction. And I just believe that with all my heart, that when we pray to the Lord, he answers because he said it in his word. He said it in his word. If we would pray to him, he would answer us. And so I'm just encouraging you today to pray to Jesus. If you have a dream, if you have some desires, and, and, he, and, and, it, and it lines up with the word of God, he's planted that in your spirit, man. He wants you to fulfill, fulfill those dreams. He wants you to fulfill that business plan. He wants you to be successful. Amen. Father, we thank you for whatever dreams that we may have, whatever destiny that you have put in our hearts, Lord God, we put that back out there before us, Lord God. That is the joy that is set before us, and we thank you, Lord God, that those things will come to pass and come to fruition, Lord God. As we even today, Lord God, uh, come to you and just pray and cry out to you and say, Lord, Lord, I thank you for the call that's on my life. I thank you that it's not over. I thank you, Lord God, that it's just beginning. I thank you that you will restore the years that the devil has tried to steal from me. 
Lord God, I thank you in advance. I thank you, Lord God, and I worship you and I just exalt you today because I know that you're a God. You're a good God. You're a good God all the time, but you're a God of results. And there's nothing that holds you back, Lord God. So today, God, I just repent. I just repent before you and I say, Lord, I thank you for the dreams. I thank you that they're bubbling in my heart, Lord God. I thank you for the word of encouragement today. I thank you, Lord God, that I can endure, that I will endure for your sake, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father. Amen and amen. So that's the decrees, and that's a, a book that I read, and um, I will share from time to time from that. And then um, the Lord gave me uh, specifically about joy. And uh, it's uh, let's go to the book of Acts. 5 and 41, Acts and 5, 41. I'm going to read a, several um, uh, several uh, verses on joy. It says, does God promise me joy? Sure, God promises us joy. It says in Acts 5, 41, it says, the apostles left the high council rejoicing that God had counted them worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. When trouble comes your way, James 1 and 2, James 1 and 2, James 1 and 2, when trouble comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. God does not promise your life will always be happy. The Bible assures your problems will come your way. But God does promise lasting joy for you, for all believers, because you have, we have the assurance that the God of the universe loves you. He wants to walk with you. He promised to comfort and care for you and has guaranteed your eternal future if you trust in him. And this kind of joy stays with you despite problems and helps you get through them without anything, without, without being overwhelmed. Amen? We don't need to be overwhelmed when problems come our way in situations and circumstances because we have the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord. The scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, in Psalms 40 and 16, it says, May all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great. The Lord is great. Psalm 68 and 3, it says, Let the godly rejoice. Let them be glad in God's presence. Let them be filled with joy. Let them be filled with joy. Psalms 86 and 4, Give me happiness, O Lord, for I give myself to you. Psalms 146 and 5, Joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their keeper, whose hope is in the Lord, their God. And we got to remain. We got to have to. We have to understand and 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 remain in that hope in Jesus, in that hope in the Lord. The Lord Himself is the wellspring of true joy. The more you love Him, know Him, walk with Him, and become like Him the greater your joy will be. The greater your joy will be. And I can't say any more about that other than that we have to learn to love God 
and walk with him in such a way that there's just so much joy. You're just in the overflow. You're in the overflow of the Spirit of God pouring itself in you and out of you and that the joy of the Lord can be your strength and that it will give you the strength to endure whatever you need to deal with. Whatever challenges and things that may be going on, you're able to endure. And so I just want to pray right now for any, um, this is the first time I'm doing this, so I'm working out the kinks on people calling in, and I hadn't quite figured that out yet. But I just I just know that that's a word for someone because it was resonating for me um, probably about two weeks ago. And when I woke up this morning and the Lord said, just go ahead and do this, um, that, that scripture came to me on Hebrews Hebrews uh, 12 and 1 about the joy set before him. And, uh, and he endured the cross. And the Lord is saying for us to be able to endure. Whatever you're dealing with now is, is nowhere near what God had to deal with, but also that he, he loves you and he wants you to know that he cares, and he's walking alongside you. He hasn't forgotten you, and he you're the apple of his eye. You're right there, and he's shepherding you. Whatever situation you may find yourself, you just need to cry out to the Lord and be, continue to cry out to him, and he will hear you. You know, all, God always shows me pictures of a baby. Sometimes when, when you're dealing with stuff, you think, you know, we're adults, and we're dealing with things and whatever it may be, and that God... He looks at us as his children, and I've never seen a, a good parent anyway ignore a child's request. And the child may be yanking at the skirt tail of the mom, and that mom's heart, whew, Jesus, there's some kind of connection there. That mom's heart is saying, whatever that baby needs, I'm going to get it. Whatever that baby is crying for, I need to rush to it. I need to attend to that child. But that's how God does with us. He hasn't ignored your prayers. He hasn't ignored anything that you're dealing with. He hears your whimper. He hears, he hears your whimper even when you're not even when it's not even on your face. And he hears your heart. And he's answering your prayers. And he's not uh, uh he's not like us. And so he's answering your prayer. And just remember that. Sometimes you just say, Well, Lord, I'm 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 dragging on your coattail. He sees you. He's not ignoring you. He's answering your prayers, and you just need to know that. You need to know that uh, it's in. It sometimes is. It's the timing may not be the timing that we would like it to be in, but it's right on time for what He does for you. And He's putting things in motion for your life, and He hadn't forgotten you. Even when we're in, when we are in disobedience, when we haven't obeyed Him, you know, it's like a parent. She's they're training their child. You don't stop loving your child because they became disobedient. You don't turn them outside and say, well, you're on your own. God does us that same way. We may be disobedient. We, he may have told us to do something ten times, but we don't give up on our children. We're always loving them. They may have turned their back on you. They may never even talk to you again. But the, the parent's heart is always for that child, to restore that child to bring communion, fellowship back with that child. And so you can honestly know that God treats us even more so. God teaches us and shows us that. And God gives me pictures of that to know that even as we um, 
I minister to people, and it's like, whoa, they just really just not getting it. Lord said, yeah, that's how hard-headed you were at times. And so we we have to understand that God looks at us in that light, that we're his children, beloved in him. And he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that you're successful. And what we have to do as children of God, as sons and daughters of the Lord, is to trust him. You know, there's some parent and child relationships, boy, the kid can say, the parent can say anything, and that's, that son or daughter, they believe, say, my daddy said, and you need to walk out of here today in this uh, at the end of this intercessory prayer, say, my daddy said. Uh, my daddy said that I'm healed. I'm healed. My daddy said that I'm the top and the head. Uh, my daddy said. And you need to take it up with him because I know what he said to me. And you need to go back to your scriptures and the promises that God has in his word. And when other people may say different things about what God won't do for you, and you said, well, I know my daddy. I know what my daddy said. I know that he's true. And I know that he's not a liar. And he would never lie to me. He's always came through for me. And when I ask for something, I know that he's come through. Uh, my daddy said, you need to know that daddy said this, and I believe him. Uh, you need to take it up with your daddy. Uh, you need to take it up with him and know that he's a healer. Uh, you need to know that God today will uh, uh, wipe away every tear of your eye. And all you have to say sometimes is say, oh, but, but my daddy said, I know these circumstances don't line up with the word of God right now. It don't seem to, to line up, but, but my daddy said that I'm going to be healed, that my daddy said that I'm, I'm going to be okay, that my daddy said that I'm going to, to, to walk out of this thing. I'm going to walk out of this thing. I'm going to walk out of this thing successful because my daddy said and so there's an intimacy that, that some of us have, have not been as close as we, we needed to be to our heart of our Father. And I'm, I'm admonishing today and asking for you to repent and say, Lord, I hadn't been that close to you over the last few months or the last few years or, 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 or even the last few days, Lord God. I've strayed away from you in my heart. But today I'm coming to you and say, Lord, I just believe that, that you said it. And because you said it, Lord God, I'm trusting you, and I'm believing you today, Lord God, that whatever situation and circumstances that I find myself in today, whatever's troubling me, Lord God, if it's my finances, Lord God, if it's relationships, Lord God, in the word my daddy said, hallelujah. So I'm saying to you today to keep your eyes on the Lord. Fix your eyes on Jesus, and he's the one that will walk out our faith and help us to walk out our faith in this journey here on earth, and he loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love, and you need to accept that and receive it, and you just need to be encouraged today, and I, I know I'm here to encourage someone today, and I thank you in advance. If someone that's on the line that, or either a friend that has migraine headaches, just just, just been having headaches. And Father, we come to you today and we ask that that, just, that thing just cease and desist right now, just, just excruciating pain in their head. Father, we come against that foul spirit. We command it to leave right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Pain, go away. By the power of the Lord Jesus, we command that spirit of pain and 
in the head of migraine headaches to cease and desist in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We declare healing to take place right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you. I think someone's having, um, I, I just keep seeing a knee, a right knee. The right knee is in pain. I don't know if there's anybody on the line, but uh, it's a right knee that's in pain. Father, we rebuke the pain in that right knee. We come against that foul spirit that has caused that knee to, to be vexed in any way, and we just come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Let's just spend some time in prayer. Who, whoever's on the line, just begin to pray in the spirit. You know, God's a healer. He wants to heal people. And uh, sometimes in moving the prophetic, God would just give words and knowledge and vision. And, and, and that's just because it's in the air. See, we're spirit beings, and we're in these physical bodies. But if you drop down and God will just see you visions, there's a lot going on in the spirit realm um, all the time. And he just gives us a snapshot sometimes of what's going on. Amen. And sometimes we are able to, to speak to, to, to these things and, and cause people to have relief because the devil wants to keep people uh, in bondages, uh, uh, being sick and not being able to move around and do what you have God has called you to, to do uh, hinders you from, from running your race. Amen. So that's all that's about. That's, that's no, big, no big deal. It's just like uh, God opened up the blinds and so you can see outside. Amen. So that, that's what the prophetic does. It just, it just shows you you have the eyes and ears of the Lord. He just turns it on. And I believe that every Christian can do it. It's just that some people just have not allowed themselves to get uh, to hear what God is saying. They're just too busy doing other things, so they can't really hear. But God's always speaking. And he speaks to you, me, and anybody else that's willing to listen. Amen? It's very simplistic. It's very simplistic. God is, is called all of us to be able to see, and all I, I believe it, and in and, and, and some some level, of being able to discern and uh, be mature Christians in Christ. And so uh, uh, that's how I feel. I, I, I believe that, that he will give you ears to hear him if we're listening to him. But if we remain carnal, then that that is pretty much on us. It's not, not God not wanting to speak. It's not God not wanting to talk. It's not God not wanting to show you anything. And it's not God saying that only two and three or four people out of the community and body of Christians are, are, are to do this thing. But that's just my heart, and, and I just believe that. I know God calls certain people to do things, and, and that's fine, but I believe that God will speak to you. He'll, he will speak to you, and he will show you things. He said he shows his, he will disclose his secrets to his friends. And we always, all of us want to be a friend of God. I believe all of us want to be, all of us wants to, to be friends of God. Amen. Well, the Lord is not showing me anything else, but I just want to spend some time, just just a few minutes, to just just praying in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Someone has a financial need, and God is going to take care of that financial need. He's going to take care of that financial need that you have. So don't be concerned about it. Don't be concerned about it. God is going to take care of that financial need. In the name of Jesus. So Sunday. Shake
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm going to close out the intercessory prayer for today. I hope that it was a blessing to you that you got something out of the uh, out of this, and, and we're going to continue. And what my flow is for those who are just joining and hadn't um, hadn't been a part of it. It's been a while since I've done this. Um, that we that I, I try to to do minister. I, I preach a little bit. Uh, do whatever God called me to do, but um, and then I just go into prayer, and then we do scriptures and things like that because I think that you know we need to we need just to uh, that's how I learned how to do intercessory prayer is to take the scriptures and decree and declare and begin to just minister and just pray uh, pray the scriptures. So that's kind of my protocol, uh, the way I do intercessory prayer. And then some, some sometimes God will speak to me about certain things that people on the line or maybe someone you're connected to uh, for prayer. And I would, uh, if you would, if there's some prayer requests that you would want me to pray for you uh, during the week, I do pray uh, for people. God will put people on my heart. And uh, But if you need prayer, we will pray for you. You just send uh, an email uh, to uh, uh, gtfwc at verizon.net, or you can Send it to uh, Angela.Payton at Verizon.net, and I will pray for you. I will pray for you, and it will be confidential. We won't uh, disclose it to anyone. We will pray for you. Amen. And I believe in the power of prayer, the power of prayer, and that God answers prayer. From the bottom of my heart, I believe God answers every prayer. And so that's the power that God's given us as intercessors. And if you feel like you're called to be an intercessor, make sure that on next Saturday uh, you're you're available, and I will send out emails because it's it's that type of prayer uh, as we begin to intercede on behalf of our our community of believers and those uh, in authority and anyone else that we'll see breakthrough. We'll see the breakthrough that we're looking for. We'll see the breakthrough. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, I just thank you for each individual. I pray for them. I pray that the needs and everything that they uh, have requested upon you, Lord God, is taken uh, and that it is already the angels are on their way performing the work that they have requested. And we just believe it. With all my heart, I believe it. And let it be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed day. We'll see you next week. God bless you.